does your client really need from you? It's kind of such an interesting conversation when we stop and think about what they need outside of an epic service. And that is exactly what we are going to talk about today. What's up and welcome to the 10 Minute Beauty Business Podcast. I'm Lexi Lomax, your host, beauty business coach, salon owner of 15 plus years and a stylist too. Each week I will bring guests, topics, and conversations you can relate to. We all need biz solutions fast and for them to work. I'm an open book and aim to share all of my answers with you. No matter what stage you are in in your beauty business, independent, commission, salon owner, or dreaming somewhere in between, 10-Minute Beauty Business is here to serve you. Now let's get to it. I like to think of the client interactions that we have in the salon as agreements. So at the top of the agreement, the client is looking for a service and you provide that service, very simply put. But beyond that, there's a lot of other things that happen in the middle. And like, what does the client need from you as a service provider? And how do we do that? So whether that's between the appointment in terms of client communication or during the appointment, what is it that the client needs? Now, I know we talk a lot about no like and trust or no love and trust factor. And we talk a lot about not violating the agreement, right? And and what that means. And I think that there's a, a lot of, we talk about not violating the agreement in a lot of different ways here on the podcast. You know, the client can't violate the agreement that we set up in our policies We don't violate the agreement that we set up in the consultation. But more than that, what is the expectation and what does a client need you to do, mostly between the appointments and how you show up online in order to feel their most comfortable? I see a lot of stuff online. Look, I follow a bunch of beauty professionals. Pretty much my feed is only you guys and maybe some old ladies gardening or cooking, but there's really nothing else. And so it's, I see a lot of things that get done in a way that makes me pause and think, is that a good way to do that? Or is that a bad way to do that? Or not necessarily bad, but like, is there maybe a better way we could do that? And and so I'm always studying like what you guys are doing and and what we're all doing, I guess, in our businesses as we show up for our clients. When you send an email, make a post on your Instagram, go live, do a story, any of these kind of things, in essence, that's you showing up for your client, right? And and maybe you're showing up for a future client. I don't know. But either way, your intention is there for the client. And and I just want to make sure that we make that distinction because sometimes we think we're showing up for our business. And while the outcome is to show up for your business, right? Like that is the desired outcome. Ultimately, you have to show up for the client in order for the business to receive any reward. So just when we're talking about showing up, we're showing up for our client. And so the first thing that I want to talk about, like what your clients need to see from you is to see you. They need to see you showing up with your story, your brand, your products, and they need they need to see you with them. I absolutely love this post that I found on Instagram, and it's... I don't even know who it's really from. So sorry if I'm stealing your quote. It says, your smile is your logo. Your personality is your business card. How you leave others feeling after an experience with you is your trademark. 
That to me is just like so freaking good because your smile is your logo. Great. Like that's the thing that we're attracted to. Your personality is your business card, which would be your branding and why and your brand, right? Like why they interact with you and how you leave others feeling after an experience with you is your trademark. So whether you're showing up in person, online, in however, right? Like whatever it is that your clients are seeing you in, they need to see your smile. They need to see how they feel after an interaction with you, especially if you're looking for new clients. Like what does that mean to them? Your personality is the whole reason they see you all together, right? Like, yes, of course, they were enticed to see you by probably a beautiful piece of art that you painted on someone's head, right? Probably or a referral that they received. But if they go to your page and there's no personality, guess who's not showing up? If they go to your website, if they go to chat with you via text and it's like, wah, 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 like, mm-mm, no, like there's a vibe. And that is the, the, the real point of difference, the thing that makes you stand out. And it's really important that you show up as you when you show up wherever you show up. So what I'm not saying by saying that you need to show up with your products, with your services in the midst, you need to show up with your personality, your smile, and how you make people feel in all of that is like, you can't just repost other people's stuff. You can't just show your work and then show a vibe from somebody else. Like that doesn't it doesn't resonate. It, it might work. Like, I, sure. Do I see it happening all the time? And do I see it happening? And that person is a busy beauty professional? Yes. Is it the best it could be? Mm, no. It, does that same person complain to me that they're not getting the traction that they want in their business? Yes. Do I say you need to make your own content and show up for yourself and for your clients and set the tone at the top of the agreement? Absolutely. And look, like you don't have to necessarily be the queen of like face to camera, but you should show your face every once in a while. You should show things that you like. You should not just compile a bunch of other people's content. It's confusing. Like you need to make your own. I don't even care. <laughs> Literally, you could copy somebody else's content and just make it look like yours. But when there's another business named on that piece of content, that carousel that you're posting, that infographic, that video, why don't you make it yourself? I understand that takes time. I understand completely. But if you are looking to have a big leap in your business, if you're looking for growth, if you're looking for the thing that's going to take you to the next level, I I mean, you've got to show up in your business as you because that is the whole reason that they see you. I can't tell you how many times in the salon there is somebody that comes in and says, oh my gosh, I found you guys because I love your reels. Like your personality is so fun on the salons page. And that's from a salon. Like that's actually really hard to do. So pat on my own back. But because we show our girls personalities and they show their personalities in their own work that then we repost to the salons page. But we also make content with all of us together, which is really important because people need to know what the vibe is going to be like when they come into the salon, especially if it's for the first time. But also it deepens relationships. When I do silly things on my Instagram or I'm sending out a newsletter where I, or like an email, I don't know what newsletter who does that. Um, But when I send out emails to you guys on my email list and I put memes or personal updates 
People connect with that because you guys know me, right? You, and, and it would be weird if I didn't put that. But when I put those little nuggets or when I share extra things or when I especially am vulnerable online, people like that. Like you guys always are like, oh my gosh, like so amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Or I didn't know you would feel like that. Or it, it causes us to see the human in each other. Like I'm not just your business coach, this robot over here with all the answers, <laughs> although I'm happy to be that person for you too, I do, I am a human, right? And so when you show that, that makes you say, I choose Lexi as my, you know, true north in business coaching versus one of the other many options that you have out there that are also, also good, right? But you choose because there's something in my personality or the way that I deliver things or the way that I simplify hard stuff and make it easy that, you like. And so I have to show up as me. If I posted other business coaches stuff, which if I do post it, it's because I'm I'm sharing their stuff, right? But if all I did was post other business coaches, information, infographics, reels, etc., what does that say? Like what on earth is that not flipping the confusion and the question marks? Like I mean, that's just crazy. And yet, I see it happen all day long, all day long on our pages. Now, do I think like you should never repost something that got featured or something that really resonates? No, I think it's okay. I'm just saying like most of your content should be you showing up, doing the thing for your client, with your personality, with your smile, and with how it leaves them feeling. Like you set the intention of I'm showing up for you for this purpose, and that purpose is dependent on what you're sharing in your business. I am about to introduce the brainchild of the last two years that I have been working on for our industry. This is a passion project for sure, and we're getting close. We are getting dang close. So if you want to get on the wait list for Beauty Biz BFF, I want you to check the show notes here or the link in my Instagram bio because it's it's almost time for Beauty Biz BFF. And when I tell you, it is so good. Like it is so good. You're not going to believe the price. I don't even need to tell you about this yet, but just know that it is coming. The next thing that your clients need you to do for them is to tell them about your business. That might seem like a no freaking brainer, but I don't see it happen very much. And I don't see us have clear highlights on our Instagram stories or or a monthly email that just comes out consistently to our clients about what's going on. I don't see a lot of the things that would be very simple to put in place happening. And that's okay. Because that, again, takes work. And if you're not committed to doing the difference, being the difference, and making the difference in your own life and business, then you don't have to do these things. But I am just saying that when you complain to me, which sometimes happens, about things not happening in your business the way that you want them, and you bought you know, X, Y, and Z course, and you bought these presets, and you bought these templates, and it's like, well, no, but you have to use them right? You have to implement. And and the thing about it is, is you need to tell your clients what you offer, plain and simple, 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 simple. And I, it, you can do it a million different ways. Again, inside of Salon Quarterly, we use a three-part promo system. That's in salon, right? Verbiage, mirror clings, printed things, shelf talkers, stuff like that, like tangible stuff. Then we've got social media, and then we have online, which is your email booking or 
your email and your booking site. We've got text message marketing. We've got other things just outside of social media. So all you have to do is talk about it because the last thing you want to do is let your client assume what you do for your business. Yeah, that's a big hard no for me. We don't want our clients assuming anything about our business. We wanna educate them and include them in the process because ultimately when we include them in the process, when we share our story and we share what we sell, right? Like you share your story, you share your your backstory, your why, your purpose, your what's going on, like life updates, those things. And then additionally, we share what we sell. We connect to that humanness, right? And that and that's so important that we do that. Think about any brand that you buy from that has like a person involved in it. Think about me, you know, like you listen to my podcast. In essence, you're buying for free 99 every week when you listen. Thank you. I love you. Seriously, you're the best human in the whole wide world for doing that. But like literally, if you think about me, like what is it that you like? Why are you here? And then think about why your clients like you. Why are they there? Well, it's because you offer a service, but we don't want them to assume what that service is if that's not the case. And and so often it is wrongly assumed what we do and retail gets left out of the equation or additional services. If you're a bridal stylist and you also work in a salon, like show both, right? We need to assume. If you don't, you also need to tell us that right? Like if you're a bridal stylist and I'm only in the uh, only on location, that needs to be expressed so that there's no confusion because what we don't want to do is A, break the agreement because it was left muddy and unclear or B, disappoint the agreement because it was left muddy, muddy and unclear or C, have the agreement like be just, what is the agreement? Like there is no agreement because I don't even know what you do. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to find information. Like I need a lot of help. And then here's the other thing when you don't tell them and let them assume it creates so many headaches for you. So if they assume there's no cancellation policy because you didn't tell them, Guess who's getting screwed? Not them, you. Like these are the things that we need to make sure that we control the scenario, don't leave it to chance, and that we definitely don't let the client assume things about our business. We make it incredibly clear because that makes it easy for them to know what their next step is. Also, your client needs you to create content that is specific and personal to them. So your client needs you to make things that serve their needs, not your own needs or the needs of what you think is going to get you reposted on behind the chair or whatever, which is super cool if that happens. Amazing. That's great. If you're looking for street cred in the industry, if you're looking to make money, you should focus on your clients. You need to remember that you are making content for the people that pay your bills. That's who you're making content for, whether or not you are sharing it online, on social, or in the salon, it doesn't matter. Anything you make, you have to remember, speak to your gal. Speak to her only. Speak to one gal at a time and make it go really deep and let it be personal. So if there are conversations that you have in the salon that make really good sense to share content-wise across the board, Tell me that your client Lexi had this total epiphany when she went home and you guys cleared it up and that she was actually using the product on dry hair when it was supposed to be used on wet hair. Make it personal. Like we can all relate to that and it also opens the door for other people to want to be included. That means like, I want you to shout me out. Oh, cool. Okay, awesome. Because I think we forget I'm so passionate today recording this episode. I think we forget and like throw my arms all around. 
that that we are and don't take this the wrong way but you know what i'm about to say like you do know this feeling that you're when you're a hairdresser when you're a stylist when you're a beauty pro when you are an esthetician like we have a little bit of of this like celebrity status with our clients now don't take that the wrong way and let it go to your head but our clients love to come see us our clients are so excited to be with us think about this my girlfriends all want to see the same stylist while I'm on maternity leave. Like one of them went to go see Rayanne. And so then now they're like, well, I want to see Rayanne too. Like it's, it's a thing. Like you've got to be in, right? Like with the, it's a, it's a thing in, in social circles. Like who's your hairdresser? Like, oh, I, I, I see so-and-so. Like I see Samantha. I see Carly. I see Molly. Oh, okay. Like I see Nicole. Oh, I'm, I'm a Taylor girl, right? Like it's that. It's that vibe. And I'm telling you, like, that's why we get families that, that we then see together. Because, well, Lexi said, da, 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 right? It's like a friend that's a little bit elevated. They're like an expert, but also kind of like you're, we're the guide, right? And so we have this little bit of celebrity status. And then now with Instagram, and I'm talking like that's been always, but with Instagram, now you actually have this sort of like additional, we're the OG bloggers, right? Like we recommended stuff and people will go get their dinner there. They would take their kids to the park. If we'd seen a good movie, if we recommended a book or a magazine or a hairstyle or a color, like they just ate it up, right? Well, now we've got Instagram and we need to make content for them that is specific and personal just the same way that we used to do it before the gram existed. For the record, you could also be a Nicole, an Alana, an Ashley, a Lauren, a, or a Jackie girl at my salon. Just need to say that because I know sometimes the girls listen. And I love them all. And they all have a different type of clientele that is like clicky to that, right? Because it's their gal. And so when I said that all of my girlfriends want to see this same stylist, it's so that they can have that connection and talk about it later. It has nothing to do with the fact that Rand does beautiful hair. I'm really sorry. It it doesn't. It has to do with that's one of them booked an appointment with, with, with Rayanne because she was there in that moment. And then it was a chain reaction. And so it's it's just one of those things. And that is exactly what happens. And the power of making content that is personal and connects to your clients makes those relationships go deeper. It makes the, the spider webs between, you know, clients and people and all of that become really tight knit, which is so important for us because the salon is a hub of community. Additionally, your clients need you to show up consistently and with a pattern. And so inside of all of my coaching groups, my masterminds, my mini minds, like all the things, we talk about consistency because that's exactly what we all need in our life, not just our clients. But if you're showing up consistently with having retail on the shelf, that's going to be better for your client and your bottom line. If you're showing up consistently in an email marketing system, that's going to be better for you and your client. If you're showing up better on social, it's better for you, your client, and the algorithm. All these things need to be done consistently and with pattern because we need to see it so many times. You know that you know how many times. Tell me. I can hear you. 17 to 22 touch points, right? We need to see it over and over and over again. So if it's your offer, you need to talk about that. And your offer is what you sell, right? Who 
Who do you do that thing for? And and what is that thing? Like, tell me about it. Who's the person you serve? Who's your gal? What is the thing that you sell? I don't care if you never sell retail. I mean, I do care. But like, if you only talk about your services, that's really important. You must, right? Anything that you sell, whether that's something as small as a small boutique item in the front, if you're posting from from your salon's account, like that's important. And if you're, and you need to do it a bunch of times, it needs to be consistent. And also speaking of consistency, if you're talking on Mondays about a service and on Wednesdays about a product every week, that would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. And in fact, I might flip that and on Mondays talk about product and on Wednesdays talk about your services because I bet your product needs a boost. And on Mondays, people are more likely to be staring at their phone because they hate going to work. (laughs) Your clients want to see your opinions on relevant subjects. Your clients don't necessarily want your opinion on politics, religion, relationships, things like that. But if that's a relevant subject and something that you really talk about a lot, maybe they do. And I'm going to leave that up to you and your best judgment in order to figure that part out. But what I do know they want opinions on are hairstyles, trends, fashion, hair products, the best products, the ones you like, the ones you hate, why you like this. They don't know anything about it and you know something about it. So share your opinion. And and if you only, and I say you know something about it, because sometimes when I talk with you, you tell me, well, I don't feel like I know that much about the retail, so I just don't say anything. Well, just flip the friggin' bottle over and read it, because nobody else is. But also go to the website, immerse yourself in a little bit of education, figure it out until you know a little bit more and a little bit more, and a little bit more. I mean, it's not that difficult to find education on the internet, but it is one step that a lot of people just won't do. Then when you show up with your opinion and you do it with your personality and you show up making this content consistently and you're showing up and doing it for them in a personal way and you're telling them about your offer in the process and it's you showing up with your personality, all this stuff starts to fall together and equal good things for your bottom line and also for how your client feels about you, the interactions with you, and about your business as a whole. Your client also needs you to to be professional, responsive, and have a level of professionalism that shows like an assurance that they're safe with you. And I know we've talked about this in a a couple of previous episodes, but it's really important that they feel taken care of, that they feel safe with you. And, And it's not really something that I I think we think about that often, but the salon is truly a safe space. So I was at the doctor's recently and the woman said, I'm going to go with you into the restroom. And I was like, okay, why? And I was by myself, which was super weird. It was in triage at the hospital. And because of my pregnancy. And so I I was like, okay. And so we went in and the scale is in there and they do some things in there. And then she had this form that she wanted to just ask me a few questions. And I was like, this is so bizarre, whatever. I'm like, do you want me to leave the sample or not leave the sample? Like what's happening in here? And so anyways, once I figured out what was going on, I was like, wow, that's really like so heartbreaking, but also so important that that is uh, available here. And what she was doing was asking asking me if, you know, there were abuse questions and and whether I needed any help or if they're, you know, because I'm assuming pregnant women sometimes come in and they are in triage, you know, I mean, you could just imagine all of the scenarios. And I said to her, oh my gosh, like, that's really so amazing that you guys do that. 
And beyond that, I said, of course, I own a salon and I'm a hairdresser and you wouldn't believe the things that sometimes we hear from clients. And usually it's after the fact or, you know, they're working through it, but it's never those like, help me. You know, I mean, I don't, I hope I've never had this scenario, but you know, something where someone couldn't get out of a situation and the only safe place that they could be would be in a bathroom in a triage hospital, right? So think about that. The salon is a safe space. So we need assurance. And I'm not like that that's our responsibility either. But I know that clients tell us all kinds of things. And so they want to feel comfortable to tell us maybe just a little bit of gossip. They want to spill the tea with us. But if and they don't need to, you know, it's not not so deep as what, you know, the hospital is is looking to prevent and help people with. But same kind of thing. If you're not professional, if there's no assurance of your consistency and and your responsiveness, like she doesn't feel comfortable coming in and telling you about what happened last night, you know? And and those are things that we take for granted, I think as well, because most businesses I don't think care if you're okay. Most businesses are not the vault of secrets. Can you imagine all the secrets you know? All the secrets you know, so many. And if you don't show up in a way that proves to your client that you are professional, responsive, and give them that assurance, then, you know, like that that's a that's a hard pass for a lot of people. And lastly, the thing that your clients need to see from you is that you're not a mess. And whether that's in your boundaries, how to book with you physically, like is it is it actually messy when they come to see you? And and all of these things show the clients that again, you are there for them. And so it's like if you went to someone's house and it was nasty and you didn't know until and then like you're stuck there and then the whole time you hate it. Like how many times, oh my gosh, have you checked into a hotel or somewhere and you were like, oh my gosh, like this is horrible. Like I can't stay here. And I hope that hasn't happened to you, but it has happened to me. And worse than that, I just recently, because we've moved my office into the guest room closet where I'm recording from now, it's quite glam. Actually, it's wonderful. And then I have a new office at the salon, but there's like I went, I redid the guest room a little bit so that it just everything got a little more attention in the house. And I took the duvet cover off the duvet and I was like, that is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. And so I was like, that is not okay for my guest room, right? And and the same thing, but if you don't look at it, you don't know. And like, I don't, I don't do it. So like, yes, the sheets get cleaned and changed and stuff, but like the duvet gets washed less than the sheets for sure. And I don't know if that's gross or not. (laughs) Somebody let me know. But I was like, that is unacceptable. But I had to look at it to know that. And so it was just like really old basically and like kind of dingy looking like yellow. It didn't look clean at all. And, And I had taken it to the dry cleaners Gosh, probably last year. <laughs> I don't have that many guests, okay? Uh, but anyways, it, it just, it was one of those things. So the same thing applies in your business. Like when you open a drawer, what happens? Like, what does it look like? Is it messy? Is it cluttered? Is it unwelcoming? Because to me, organized and tidy and clean equals welcoming, whereas cluttered, dirty, messy is very unwelcoming. And and also besides that, like in the salon, it just needs to be clean. And you know that for sure. 
That's just a non-negotiable. So just take a look and, and, and think about your customer journey and the, the way that you show up to your clients. And I know that we've talked a lot about you know, some foundational stuff about how you present yourself. And that's kind of like everybody knows that. But it's also a good reminder that your client needs to see you showing up in the same way that you present yourself online. So if you show up online, polished, perfect in a, you know, blazer and a button up and in the salon, you show up in like flip flops and a ratty t-shirt, there's a disconnect, right? And so those are the same kind of things. Like now, not to say that you couldn't look adorable in flip-flops and a a t-shirt and maybe throw the blazer on like I don't I don't know but whatever you do you need to do it with consistency and show up in a very welcoming way to your clients whether it's a first appointment or the 500th appointment because they're still showing up for you and paying you for the service and the service is so much more than the actual beauty service that you provide for them. All of that to say, I guess your clients need a lot from you. But the thing is, is that when you show up for your clients, when you provide these things and and do the things that your clients need to see, it's going to change your client relationship and it's going to definitely improve your retention, but also just it's another way that you treat your business like a business. I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I love creating them each week and connecting with you after you listen on Instagram. I really love it when you tag me and share the episode to your stories. It's twofold. It lets me know that you're podcast people so then I can go and do a little friendly stalk and and drop a love bomb over on your page. And also it shares the show to your followers and your friends and fellow hairdressers, which I totally appreciate because this is a free show and it's difficult to grow the podcast without your help. So thank you much for that. I'll see you on stories and right back here next week.